0: Welcome to another episode of Starting Over Wealth. I'm your host, Trisha Daniel, and today we have an amazing conversation about another type of starting over journey. This conversation is with the amazing Crystal, who I met over two years ago, and we have witnessed each other's journeys in incredible ways. Crystal turned her dreams in to reality. Crystal Kay is a professional brand coach, designer, and entrepreneur. As CEO of Kay and Co creative designs, she works with multi talented women to create impactful brands that captivate audiences and generate next level income. As a highly relatable brand guru who inspires with knowledge, experience, and humor, Crystal has worked with hundreds of clients since launching her business in 2014. Her passion for sharing the finer points of marketing design comes matched only by her desire to see other women go after what they desire most out of life. Welcome to our conversation. And welcome to the Starting Over Wealth Podcast. I have got a very, very special guest with me today, Crystal. Crystal, I met in 2019 uh, through a woman locally who was growing a business and putting on a conference. And there we met and it was still a journey over the next couple of years. But through those couple of years, Crystal and I watched each other grow, grow in business, grow Personally, and that's where also I found out about Crystal's starting over journey. So, Crystal, welcome to the conversation.
1: Hi. Hi, thank you, thank you so much for having me on, Trisha. I'm super excited to kind of dive in and and talk about this journey that we have both like seen each other on. It's wild. It doesn't seem like it's been that long.
0: No, it really doesn't. And the fact of just as we were talking before we came on just how far just how far we have both come since 2019 both of our businesses are completely different than where we were in 2019 and even since February of this year so it is a testimony to in life where you think you're going in one direction in your journey and God says nope I'm taking you this way Girl. and that's a plan okay Yes, he has a plan. And it took us both, I know, sitting still Mm -hmm. and resting to really hear where he was taking us because I know both of us are very, very driven women, very strong, independent women. And I met you because I was looking to get a website. And it's just as simple as that. I knew that if I was going to transition my business from the corporate in-person world to online, a bigger audience, I needed a website. So it just kind of started those conversations. And it's amazing too, that you also you do way more than websites, yeah. but that that has transitioned, that has transitioned. So let's walk everybody through your journey because I want to kind of go back, go way back and into your beginning, into your starting over journey so that other women can see that they are not alone in those initial feelings. So what were your initial feelings and kind of go a little bit into however deep you want to, you're starting over journey, personally. Yes.
1: I love that you call it a journey because it's definitely been a journey. Um, it hasn't just been like, okay, starting, middle, beginning. It's like...
0: No, no. Journey
1: at the beginning, journey in the middle, and um, still on a journey, but... So um, my journey or beginning into uh, entrepreneurship really started right after I got out of the military. So I was in the Air Force for 10 years. um, And then I was like, I don't want to work for anyone when I got out. And I actually did like a lot of entrepreneurs. I tried to kind of fight against that and actually went and got a job. I got a good government job as soon as I got out of the military. But I still had that pool for entrepreneurship. So I was like, I want to just work for myself. And start my own business, so I initially started doing an online boutique. Okay, so I was doing a consignment boutique, doing all of the things all by myself, like a lot of us are doing. Um, and then I actually stumbled upon <laughs> the fact that I loved doing website design and branding through messing around with all of the stuff with the boutique. Right, so I realized I'm not really loving all of the clothes and the fashions and all of those things. I'm loving all, all of the stuff that I'm up at night doing, which is like the website and doing the logo and the, messing around with the colors and all of that stuff. So I'm, you know, I'm a person that truly, truly has always believed in following your passions. Um, and even while I was in the military, I never really stayed in one job the whole time. I was like, I love to do this. So I'm going to go do this. <laughs> um, which sometimes that's,
0: yeah. I do. things things like, ah, they probably go on, Hey lady, <laughs> we need you to stick to one, <laughs> but that's awesome that you were able to do that, that you were able to, while you're in the military already realized, mm-hmm. wait a second, yeah. I have a passion for several things, but wanting to hone in yes. on more things that were fulfilling for you. Yes.
1: Yes. And there was people that were like, what, um, like, what are you doing? Um, and so, cause even like while I was in the military, I was ground radar and then ended up switching out to become a, a flight attendant in the Air Force. Like, oh, wow, I know that the military <laughs> has flight attendants, but I'm digging yeah. around looking just for what else I wanted to do, because really and truly, I think that there I was looking for something that felt like I could get that independence. And it was really an mm-hmm. entrepreneur spirit. But I didn't know that at the time. No.
0: Yeah. Who, who thinks of that? We really don't think of it. We're just kind of, what's our job that's going to make us happy What's yeah. this
1: nine to five that I'm gonna be doing? So yeah, um, so I went, got out of the military, started the online boutique, discovered that my passion really was in the website design and branding area. So I literally told my husband, like this other boutique thing is not really working out anyway. Um, I want to go back to school and learn formally how to do the the branding and website design. So I went back to school. This was after I had my master's degree, Tricia. So I had already been in, in so much schooling and everything. And luckily, my husband was like the most supportive person ever. And so I went back to school, did all of that and um, started my business. So that's kind of the the meat of the beginning, I guess.
0: That's just amazing, because it's when especially too, like again, just starting over after the military. yeah, you oh, hear goodness. about so many people that struggle mm-hmm. in a journey after the military, after going through a specific training, specific structure, and then transitioning so that it's amazing that you were able to start over after the military and find a place that fit your passion, yeah. that fit your beliefs mm-hmm. and gave you something to look forward to. Cause I know that was probably really hard. If you had two words, like two feelings to describe that time, what would they be?
1: Definitely unsure. Cause there was a lot of, I know that this is what I want to do, but not knowing if it's going to work, just kind of the unknown was very, uh, very unsure. And then just very, you know, nervous and scared about what was going to happen. But Also, it was almost like I was grieving as well, because I know you talk about, um, you were just talking about leaving the military and that, that is a transition mentally. It's not just that you're physically leaving the military. It is like losing a family um, when you leave the military, especially like someone for me, I was a flyer. So we fly all over the world with this crew and you got your crew, like that's People, yeah. You deploy with them and all kinds of things. And so that was a huge transition for me. And that actually took years for me to to really get over, even as I was in the midst of being an entrepreneur and, you know, just having all kinds of craziness going on with me going down a path of alcoholism and everything else. Um all of that was really still associated with me still having issues with
0: um, transitioning out of the military. So I'm glad that you brought up that point. Because well, you always hear about it. You hear about it from people and how it is a starting over journey just on its own because it is a transition. You have gone from this one yeah. environment to a completely other environment. And they over here do not understand the environment that you just yeah. came from and the feelings. And you did just lose mm-hmm. a family and that struggle and that emotional struggle. And like for most people, when all of a sudden they go through a starting over journey, you do reach for things that'll help yeah. you cope and reaching for yes. alcohol and other things is so easy to just reach for as a way to cope with this transition, with this journey and in yeah. the feelings. Because
1: you realize yes. that that's what you're doing until you're kind of far into it. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, whoa, you know, this is this is an issue. Um, and this now it's been, you know, I've been yeah. out of the military for eight years and this is looking at where I started to where, you know, eight years later, it's like, whoa, this has turned into something, you know, it's not just kind of having a drink every now and then or whatever, you know, your vice is. It's 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 very insidious um, when you're going through a transition and when you're starting over in something, um, reaching for things like that can can be a slow process, you know, of, you know, things happening and you're like, wow, how did that, how did this, how did I get here?
0: Yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden you look back, Go, wait a second. When did my, you know, half a glass of wine turn into, you know, two or three, you know, it's one of those things that sneaks up. And then also too, we make it so common, like, Hey, doesn't everybody reach for that? And it's just such a common thing. And then until you have your own wake up calls and it can be subtle or it can be big, you just never know. And it's just, it's hard. It is hard. And, you know, we've talked about, we've got similar you know journeys in that in a way of wait a second, those wake up yeah. calls of, okay, what do I need to lean on instead mm-hmm. of leaning in to the bottom of a bottle yeah. somewhere? So what was your lowest mm-hmm. point in that piece, whether it's the alcohol or so that? So what was your lowest point?
1: Um, that was the point definitely, um, probably actually around the time that I've uh, initially met you. And it wasn't, you know, it was like I said, it was a slow process. But that was around the time when I started noticing that, you know, there was an issue. And I knew that I was, you know, drinking too much. And I would say that my lowest point was... Um, well, there was actually two different kind of points. So, one point was literally um, there was a night when I was like barfing my guts out. And I know this is kind of graphic, but literally, it was different that night because I was throwing up blood, mm. and it was like blood clots, like chunks, and it scared the living daylights out of me um, yeah. because my father was also an addict, um, and he, you know, he struggled with uh, alcohol abuse and drug abuse for years. And ended up losing his life early. And so that, that just scared the living daylights out of me. And so I went into this thing trying to, you know, say, okay, I'm not gonna. Drink anymore, and of course, you know, <laughs> that didn't last for long because I was like, No,
0: I'm always like, Yeah, I got it. Oh, 30 days, I'll do 30 days. Oh, see, I did 30 days, I'm good. I'm good, look <laughs> yeah, at me. Yeah, <laughs> I
1: was able to not drink for 30 days. So I'm good, yeah, you
0: know?
1: yeah, um, yeah. And so, I, I would, you know, I tried it that way, that obviously did not work. And then, what really, really was the game changer was, um, during when COVID, the whole COVID thing started at one point. Um, I think my body was literally just like, you better stop Mm. (laughs) or it was, God was like enough, you know, yes. um, literally my, I thought I had gotten COVID and me and my mom kind of chuckle about this because she was like, you did not have COVID.
0: Um,
1: but I could have <laughs> yes, sworn, <I> <laughs> sworn I had COVID, but I <laughs> it really could have been just behind the alcohol because my body was hot, but I didn't have a temperature. It was just mm-hmm. all weird symptoms and i just felt like crap for like a week and so during that week i wasn't drinking because all of this stuff was going on and here's here's what was different this time this time um i called my mom one night and i told her like i'm just feeling like i feel like i'm gonna die you know i feel terrible mm. and she was like crystal okay she was like she asked me all the COVID questions and they were a no right i did not yes. have or anything. And so then she said, um, I want you to watch this sermon that my that my pastor gave this on YouTube, and it's called it was called In a Crisis, Turn to Him. Mm-hmm. And girl, I watched that sermon and but I mind you, I hadn't been to church in like 20 years at this Oh point. wow. Yeah. I watched that sermon hooed my eyes out. At the end, she did a whole, you know, call if you haven't, you know, given your life to the Lord, or, you know, or if you want to recommit. She did that. I went through the prayer with her and Trisha, I stayed up until like, four o'clock in the morning, just writing. It was like, God was just downloading things wow. my heart and I was just writing, writing, writing. I filled up almost an entire uh, notebook, just writing everything. And it was, some of it was my recommitment to God. Some of it was me repenting for things. It was just all kinds of stuff. And then at the end of the night, um, the song, cause I was listening to Christian radio on Stripe or not Stripe, <laughs> Uh, Spotify. Yeah. And at the end, um, the last song that I heard was come out of hiding.
0: Oh, girl. Mm, mm.
1: Or said to me, he said, I now I want you to go on and and claim it. And so I was like, are you serious? And he was telling me to go on Facebook right then. And mind you, Facebook is my military friends that have never heard me talk about God. It's friends that I have been out to the bar with, you know, prior to the whole COVID situation. People that I had talked about crystals and other kind. I mean, it was crazy. Yeah. This is my group of friends on Facebook. And I'm like, oh my God. And he's like, come out of hiding right now. you like, I want you to get this part over with. And I wrote this down in my notebook. He said, I want you to get this part out there because I want people to understand when you start elevating, I want them to know that it was me. And mm. I, said,
0: Woo. <laughs> and, so I was- and that's such a hard thing. That is such a hard thing to go. Wait a second. Is that me talking? Is that God talking? Okay. Who, who, who's talking right now? Right. But you also know when it's something so profound yes. as to get on Facebook, especially if you haven't been in church in 20 years yeah. and in front of a, an audience of people that be like, who is this? Yeah. Who has taken over crystal, mm-hmm. but to be something so profound as to get onto Facebook, proclaim this now That is such a huge, it's that huge transition moment. It's like, I'm about to do something huge in you. And I love how you said the fact that because I need you to proclaim it so they can see what we're about to do together.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was kind of like that first act of obedience, you know what I mean? That was like. Okay, I am surrendering completely and just believing completely from
0: jump. Like, let's go. We're doing it. You did. You did. And that's one thing too is usually I talk about like this climb. So there's a transition period. And then you have this climb that where sometimes, you know, we start to climb up and then we fall back down. Right. And it is for a lot of us, it's is a another another step in the journey of being able to climb up in that deep valley because alcoholism, um, my stepfathers, I know the same thing where he was throwing up and he was throwing up parts of his lungs. Yeah. And it was that piece for him that, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, he went cold turkey. So I completely understand that part of your story of mm-hmm it was a very, very scary moment and where the body is shutting down yeah. to where it's, it's a fear that gets you to transition. Yeah. But also God spoke to you in such a different way beyond the fear parts. Yes. He was leading you of how he was going to lead you out in the valley. So when you were climbing out, what are some, if you could inspire another woman who may be deep and, you know, and needing to know, is this my voice? Is this God's voice? Who am I supposed to lean on? One thing that was uh, that's
1: been, you know, a constant for me in the in the climb, you know, has been really just trusting God and mm-hmm. and, and believing that what I am hearing is Him, and knowing mm-hmm. that if I am close to Him and I am in the Word doing those things, I know. And it, it does take. Believe me, I am not saying that I never think, "Oh my God, is this me?" Because this sounds nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah. I do think Roll there. <laughs> but, but it has really taken uh, you know, even beyond faith, just actually trusting him and trust mm-hmm. that he is going to to do what he said he's gonna do and and trusting that it is his voice that I hear. Um and I think part of that too is being in the right environments with people because here's the thing. I couldn't pull, get out of that environment and then say, okay, I'm hearing from God, and then continue to go to the bar and hang with folks. You know, it's like you could, I needed to be in a different environment. So, because it reinforces what you're saying, you get confirmation and things like that. I mean, a lot of times if I'm listening to church, I'm like, Oh my God, I literally was writing that in my journal, you know, or if you're in, I'm in different like women's groups that, you know, Christian women's groups. I definitely recommend um, that you are, in the environment that you're trying to climb into, you know, so if yes. it's just, you know, other Christian women or if it's other business women that understand a business vision, right, we can't be hanging around people that have, you know, that think owning a business is crazy when we're trying to start a business. Oh
0: <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I, I think that the support. You made a great point. That support and surrounding yourself is so important, because I can, you know, within my own family and family of friends, I have seen it way too many times where it's like, oh, well, it's okay. I I can help them. Yeah. I can help them, but you're still trying to help yourself. And so, surrounding yourself with supportive whether it's in business and faith and getting in that community. And surrounding yourself is so important. I always talk about surrounding yourself in rich soil so that you can thrive again. Because when you're in soil, you are just buried with wisdom and other women and nutrients so that you can thrive again. You have to surround yourself in that very rich soil that's full of so many different components. So I love that. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's so funny that you said the soil, girl, um, Mm. because we were talking about sowing, you know, just sowing seeds in different places. And I think a lot of people miss that piece of being being in the right environment um, and being surrounded by by the right support system, because there is a difference than just saying, well, I have my friends and family around. But it's like, are they the right support system? Um, yeah. And that's a hard part cool. too.
0: So having to, to disconnect from family mm-hmm. yep. or disconnect from friends. And that's so hard. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But I love that. I love that you were able to, again, know that it was God's voice and spend the time journaling. That's something that I have had to work on is putting it in the writing. Yeah. And taking that hand and actually writing it out and being able to visually see that as something I still work on today Mm -hmm. and promote and encourage women in my network to write it down and to have those moments of those downloads. Because you never know if a download you had today, you may not use for another year. And being able to refer back to it in writing, because we can say we're going to remember all we want, but how do we, how often do we walk into another room and we've completely forgotten what we were going in there for? (laughs) So it's the same thing. You're not going to remember like, Oh yeah, God told me no. And then knowing too, if you have a question, if it's your voice or God's voice, if you write it down and then three months later, all of a sudden, wait a second, that, that I just wrote that down. That is God. I was hearing God's voice and that gives you that confirmation. So I think that's, I think that's just so important to yes, have that support system around you, write it down and journal it out. I cannot stress enough. And I, so I love, I love that you share that about your journey The next thing I really want to talk about too, which is so exciting because I get to be personally involved with is just the growth since that time of being obedient, Yeah, because the obedience is so hard for each one of us. When we're deep in a valley in our starting over journeys, we are so deep in the despair and being able to look up and start to see the cracks of light that come through and start to climb up towards it is so hard in those first initial steps. And yes, having the right support system, writing it down, it is a journey that sometimes you will slide back, but that you keep going because you keep getting stronger and stronger and stronger. So since February of 2021, you have had an amazing climb up to what you are doing now. Can you share? Because again, I get so excited about this because I have got to witness this journey. (laughs) is this last few months and the amazing things that God who promised you back in just February, what he has done since then for you. Yes. Oh my
1: gosh. It has just been, I'm trying to like fight, I'm fighting emotion. Um, But yes. Okay. So, so the next piece, obviously after having the support and all of those things is, you know, taking action. And so I love Mm -hmm. that you use climbing because that's an action, you know? And I think that that, the result of taking that action is the reason that my company has grown the way that it has. And so um, I guess we've kind of hinted towards, you know, the fact that I have a, a web design and branding agency, which it's crazy saying agency right now, because when we yes. met, it was, I was a solopreneur doing. Yep.
0: All- it was oh. just you, you and you and you. And now girl, you've got a team You have got a team and support line and everything. (laughs) Trisha, oh my God.
1: A lot of times I I still feel, um, this is why I wake up in gratitude every single day, no matter how Mm much I have going on, because I think a lot of times we lose that when we start getting busy. We're like, oh, I got to get up and do all of these things. No, it's always gratitude for me um, at the beginning. Love that. Because, you know, it's definitely been, it has been a quick climb from you know
0: yes i say it's just been since february yeah and watching this happen so i love that you say that Mm -hmm. because when we wake up in gratitude it definitely sets our tone for the day because it's so hard sometimes we wake up in the morning it's all about i gotta do this 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 and this and this and it's the busy Yep. well we think about is the busy instead of being grateful wow i get to do this today god chose me through all the stuff that I've been through and all the deep valleys that I was in. And he now has chosen me to do this today. So I love that you do that and have that practice of waking up and gratitude. I think that's so important. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. That's always like number one. Like before I even open my eyes, I'm already thinking, thank you, Lord. You know, um, because it's literally like, I prayed for this, you know, and having have mm-hmm. been through some of the other things that I've been through. I'm thanking him for my business. I'm thanking him that I'm not waking up with the hangover anymore. Oh gosh. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm thanking him that my body feels good, you know, all of these things. And so, um, yeah. the A lot of people don't realize it's like when you surrender completely, then the other stuff comes. So it's surrender, mm-hmm. taking action, and then your wildest dreams can come true. And I know that um, last year, even like when we when the journey kind of started last year, um, one thing that I kept hearing the Lord saying was that, like, this is it's going to be beyond what you've ever even thought. And I'm telling you, the very first first coach that I had last year, she was like, so, you know, are you going to get other people to work with you? And I'm like, I would never have anybody else design for in my company. And <laughs> it was almost like the Lord was like, hold on, you don't, you don't know this, but you are. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Just wait to what I'm about to do. So just, you just stay right there and hold on because it's about to be a ride. Because exactly. yes, your team has definitely grown and it's been amazing. Again, just following that obedience because that obedience, yeah. that step in obedience is, oh, that's huge. It's scary. Yeah. It's yeah. scary. So I don't know if you dealt with the fear, but that's that. Oh yes. It's scary to let go. It's scared to let go. And so yeah. someone letting God, Yeah. Or other people take control. Yeah. And I know one thing is
1: like, you know, if you want to be able to grow peacefully, then you you have to have help. Um, whether yes. that's people coming into your business and helping you in that way, whether that's coaching, whether that's you know, your husband being supportive. Let me tell you, when I'm busy, my and my husband's off, he's like making me lunch and all kinds of stuff. You know, so it's like you need you have to have that um that support comes in again, you know, that, that yes. end um that comes in again, and that's always gonna be a part of um, you know, things being able to happen. And for me, it's really been, you know, clients like you being supportive when things did change. When I'm saying yeah. okay, now I'm not a solopreneur, it's like now this is the process to get a hold of us and things like that. There's a lot I lost clients. Um, you know, when things started to to transition over. So that that at that point the fear did come, you know, but it was kind of like I had to get through that fear and through mm. maybe losing the people that were I wasn't meant to serve, you know, and they yes. was, somebody else was meant to serve them,
0: you know? And so oh, I, absolutely. I, I, I mean, but yeah. Yeah. My business with the same transition of God helped me with two clients that I knew wasn't going to serve my new purpose. Yeah. He had already had a plan in place yeah. of being able, cause they had grown so much being able to put in-house people in their company, transition them away so I could open myself up for what God had planned. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard. It's scary because all of a sudden that income stops, but God's got such a bigger income. And it just shows, again, the fear that we all have, but by going through that fear and stepping out in obedience, amazing things happen. Because yes, even like us working together, it just started out as a website and branding design. And then it has transitioned into a whole second brand, second websites, social sites, Links, graphics, you know what? Everything.
1: (laughs) You were actually one of the first ones to take that leap with me in terms of like not just saying, okay, I'm just gonna get a logo, because I remember, I remember the proposal girl, because I had logo, and then I had like logo with the whole like branding thing, and you were like, Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna do the whole thing because I know I need all of this, and like I think you were the first person to actually say, okay, I'm going to just do the whole thing. And I remember that was such a mindset shift for me because it made me realize like that people actually do need this and this is possible. And so, and cause mindset is a huge piece of it. Cause if you don't think it's, oh, yeah, it ain't going to be, um, oh, absolutely. but I just love that you're, um, I don't know. I feel like you, you're one of those people that's like, Hey, I'm going to take a chance on this person and like go for it. And so that was definitely helpful too.
0: Well, I, again, I've been honored to be that person, but I knew as we should all that we all have, God has given each one of us gifts and being able to stay in your gift, in your journey, in your strengths, where God is leading you. And because God is leading someone else on another path to be able to help you and support you. Mm. And yeah, I have tried to make websites myself. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, 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 no. But also, too, it was one of those things I knew to grow. I needed to invest. And as a single mother of two, that was huge. It was a big, big investment. But also, I trusted this is where God is leading me. I can feel it. I was listening to him. Same thing. That was my step in obedience that obviously God was working with both of us because he knew there was a much bigger plan And you know we're in completely two different industries, but our journeys over the last, you know, since 2019, it's just crazy to think of the room that we were in Uh meeting for the first time in person, you know, back in 2019. I mean, it's actually, it was two years ago, it was November, 2019 to now to show what God can do when we step out in obedience and start to trust him and listen to our bodies. That. listen to what he is like, wait a second. I don't want you to lean on that. I need you to lean on me mm-hmm. that I know you're struggling in this starting over journey for yourself, whatever that means, whether it's divorce, passing of a spouse, losing a job, starting over after the military. So many of us our starting over journeys means so many different things. But again, for each of us, it is a journey yes. that we're still working through. Well, I would love for you to share again. It's only been since February, yeah. but again, God gave you another assignment that was very scary. Yes. He gave you assignment <laughs> of writing a book. Yes. Oh my God. We can talk about that a little bit. Oh,
1: no. <laughs> Yay! Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, this is God, God just does things and you don't even like see it coming. So, um, earlier this year, I was sitting in on a um I'm a part of like a this women's group and they had a lady come in that was talking about you know um writing, you know, helping women write books and you know Christian women specifically. And so I it I just felt a tug and I thought, huh, but that's weird. Because even during the webinar, while she was talking about it and telling us to ask us different questions and stuff, like what would the title be? Or what would you talk about? I was writing in there. I don't have a clue what I would talk <laughs> about or what, you know, because to me, it's like these things happen to us d- throughout our lives, but we
0: really don't understand mm-hmm. that we have a story to tell. No, and we so, don't know. Yeah, and so well, we're made to think we're supposed to be shameful. We're supposed right. to hide our story. Yeah. You know, that especially starting over, it is supposed to be full of isolation and being alone and fear and confusion and shame. And so you want me to write a book about it. Yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I know. And then one of my things too that I have always struggled with was
1: just feeling like, Well, my story may not be, you know, that this compared to somebody else's. It was the comparison right. thing. So feeling like,
0: mm, right. such a bad thing. I
1: want to read this thing, you know, because somebody else's book is this, you know. Um, but for some reason, I felt a tug and she had something open where we could just fill out a form to chat with her. And she's another like powerhouse, you know, um God's girl, you know, and so I I love it. Reached out to her and we talked and um literally within that hour I was like, Oh my god, like I do have a story. And Trisha, I am telling you that this book and the book is called Your Story, Your Brand. And um this book literally Was I don't even remember writing half of it because (laughs) Nikki would be like, are you serious? That's my coach's name. And I'm like, yeah, I'm serious. I don't even really remember. So she would say, all right, so we're going to work on your chapter one and chapter two. So go ahead and write that, you know, and then we'll take a look at it. I every time before I started writing, I would sit down and say a prayer and it would always turn into like a a crazy, like praying in tongues, the whole nine yards session every single time. So I would get finished with that and I would sit down and write and time would just fly by. So if I was have, you know, 20 pages written, I would come back with 70 pages written. I mean,
0: it was crazy. Oh my goodness. And for me, like, again, because you know, I have felt a call to write a book too, but I, I'm again, I struggle with journaling. I just struggle with journaling. So the fact that you were obedient with that and then you would sit down because I remember you would share it. And that's one thing I love. You are so good about sharing story and sharing where you are on social media. And so you were sharing about writing this book Mm -hmm. and, you know, it wasn't an easy process and especially with finishing and, you know, knowing too, you're pouring out you, like you're putting you into writing that's yeah. going to get published and somebody's going to read it. And oh my goodness. Yeah. So I know that was, a, that you know, but, yeah. but again, being able to slowly, you know, defeat that fear, yeah, defeat that shame and be like, this is my story that God wanted to write. I love that.
1: And I think the Lord was leading up to this with me, even just getting more, you know, active on social media with like showing mm-hmm. up myself. It was kind of like, it was, there's always a next step that he has that we don't know
0: what it is, but <laughs> it's so yeah. true. I know, right. I'm like,
1: Lord, tell me what it is now.
0: Um, oh, no. I'm like, would you just, I need an instruction manual. Cause again, I'm an accountant. So I, I need the instruction manual. I need the step one and two and three. <laughs> I can't, you know, so it is hard. Cause you know, and you've seen, I've, I've watched, your transition Mm -hmm. of you know how you are sharing and the confidence and I would love for women to understand that it's not easy you don't just all of a sudden one day press live on a camera and you're comfortable (laughs) it takes time it takes a step and your story doesn't just all of a sudden just flow out all beautifully it is slow it's a slow progression but you also have to be obedient and trust the process to just use your voice because someday we won't be able to use our voice our voice will be gone yeah your time is now and our voices are just so important so i love that you have used your voice to inspire and put your journey down to a book, which, uh, now is a best seller
1: it is actually a bestseller on Amazon. Um, so I, Tricia, I'm telling you, I, I, sometimes I'm just like in in shock still. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like when Nikki um, was like, Hey, you're, this is your, you reached bestseller. I'm like, are you kidding? Like
0: what people, but that's testimony. That's testimony to your obedience. Yeah. That is for, you know, for any woman out there that is struggling and think, oh, I could never do that. you know, here you are. I mean, just since February, because you stepped out in obedience and chose if I'm no longer going to live in fear and shame and let alcohol control my life, let my, you know, my confusion, my, my transition, my journey. Now I'm not going to let it control. Yeah. Because all of a sudden I'm just gonna trust. I'm gonna trust this is where God is leading me. And it's a choice. And I love it. Yeah. Yes.
1: One of my coaches always says staying stuck is a choice. And mm-hmm. and I think it could be easy to like misunderstand that if you're in a certain place, but Really, it is just starting with like starting, make a move, (laughs) Yes, making some type of move towards what it is you're trying to do. You know, even something as simple as showing up on social media. My first video looked a hot mess and, you know, my face looked orange and I was like all over the place. There was like words on the reel that was spilling off the page. I mean, it was crazy but oh no
0: no yeah we 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 know we've both been there i mean it it is something that's not comfortable we're used to being behind a screen like like a computer screen like nobody sees us we do the website designs we do the branding designs i do people's financials and their numbers yes nobody sees us Mm -hmm. so to all of a sudden be hey
1: to the forefront yeah i was one of those people i never met with people in video before i was usually one People that was like, I am like your basement designer. Like, don't talk to me. Like, mm-hmm. We'll email back and forth every now and then, and yep. I'll give you some updates. But you know, we're not going to be out here to the forefront. But you realize that you can't. It's it's very difficult to you know to tell your story when you're not willing to you know be to the forefront in any way.
0: So if you could give a woman that is in a starting over journey of some sort two words of encouragement. What would you tell them? The first thing I would tell them is to go for it.
1: You know, um, do it. Do it. Even if you're scared at first, (laughs) do it scared. I think some people say. Um, And so it's really just do it. And then the, the next thing would be to, you know, to get help with whatever mm, yes and it doesn't have to be that you're having this big you know it doesn't have to be addiction or whatever the case may be but getting help means you know not feeling like you have to be you know have on a cape okay so, yes you know <laughs> as women, wonder you know, woman syndrome off yes off the cape um, and get some help in the parts of your business, get some help in your life, hire a company, make that a priority or what, you know, whatever the case may be, um, get the help that you need, um, to, to kind of be able to go make that move towards your dreams.
0: I love it. I love it. Cause that is so important. So yes, just to go for it, just make that first step because that first step is scary. Yeah. But once you do, amazing things are about to happen. You finally can get off that hamster wheel that you're stuck on, yes. and get to move forward. And yes, surrounding yourself with support, whether it is a business or personal, it is so important to come out of the isolation, to come out of the sh- shame, mm-hmm. and realize, hey, there's other women like me that can help me and strengthened me. And it's going to be absolutely amazing. Yes. Well, I like to do some fun things also to share with the women. So what is your favorite form of self care? Okay. That is definitely massages. (laughs) Um, Mm. It's
1: literally like, I don't do a lot of self-care. I'm not that person because I actually do not enjoy like sitting, getting like my nails done and stuff like that. That's never been me. I'm also (laughs) not not a chopper and stuff like that. That's just, I don't know. That girly part of me was never awakened. I don't like it. But when it comes to like, I sit at the computer all day and I had my first massage and I actually started doing this a long time ago. I had my first massage I think while I was in the military and I, since then, I've loved massages, but I've never done it regularly. But now that is my self care. Like I have signed up with a local lady. I have, I bought one of her packages and I do massages religiously every other week.
0: I love that because it's also being able to, because you now have grown this business, Mm -hmm. you stepped out in obedience, you're able to give yourself that rest. Yeah. The relaxation, that reward for all your hard work and overcoming so much. So I absolutely love that. And I need to go make an appointment here pretty soon. (laughs) And that's one thing I'm not good about is getting massages. So I need to be better about that because I'm the same way. I can't sit still to get my nails done. Okay, so we also love to talk about wealth in the starting over wealth community. We love to talk about how to build wealth and that every woman can become wealthy in life. They may feel like they're in debt right now, they might be struggling, but someday they will be investing and having portfolios and having property. So I love to dream big. So if you could have an investment property somewhere, where would you have it?
1: For me, that would be Asheville, North Carolina. Um
0: Girl, you're speaking my language. Oh my gosh. I love Asheville. And I know most of our viewers have probably ever seen it. Please go look it up. You will know exactly what she's talking about. It is so beautiful. Cause it's, like the mm. mountains goes through there.
1: Mm. And so there's hiking. But the thing that I love about it is that you can go like kind of get isolated with a cabin and all of that. But there's also like a cute, like little downtown area and awesome places to eat and stuff like that. So that's like dream. Like we will live there one day.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, you will. You will someday you'll be doing zooms from like, Hey, so I'm here in Asheville. And I'll be like, Okay. So I'm buying the property a couple acres down. Right. No, I, (laughs) I I absolutely love that area. I visited for the first time when I was 13 and uh, I've been obsessed with it ever since. So for our listeners, please go look it up. It is an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous place. Well, Crystal, thank you so much. This has been an amazing conversation and I love, I love that you have shown these other women that in their starting over journeys, just by being obedient Mm -hmm. and surrounding yourself with support, they can do it too. Yes. Thank you. Starting over on your own just seem impossible. Does it seem overwhelming? to handle the finances all by yourself? Are you full of fear? Am I going to do it right? Am I going to have enough? I'm here to let you know you can do it. You can stand on your own two feet. How do I know? Because I've done it twice myself through following a simple method I call steps to stand. It is steps that you should take to help you stand financially on your own two feet want to know how go to my website sewn.club that's s-o-w-n dot c-l-u-b and download my free guide and video on helping you find your steps to stand today sometimes in life, we don't realize that we are in a starting over journey. You know, we don't identify ourselves with, first of all, starting over, but second of all, going through a journey. But in life, there are so many things that happen that all of a sudden make us start back from square one and try to realize and navigate a new world for ourselves. This is what makes us feel isolated. It makes us feel alone. It makes us feel full of fear and confusion and shame in starting over. In our conversation with Crystal, Crystal first walked through starting over after the military. We hear a lot about people in our military, our veterans, that have a hard time transitioning from life in the military To life as a civilian. As Crystal mentioned to me later on after our conversations, when you go into the military, you are stripped of your identity so that you can become a part of the military. That is just a practice. So then all of a sudden, now when you leave the military, you are having to discover a whole new identity. And for many of us in our new journeys, our identity that we had in our marriages our identity we had in our jobs, our identity we had in something when all of a sudden it just changes and we are all of a sudden swept into this new world, we've lost our identity. And starting over to discover who you are again is a journey. Finding your seed, discovering that one seed of who am I now And then how do you want to be planted into soil so that you can thrive again? But as Crystal, we talked about having the right soil is so important. You need to be surrounded with support. Support for other women, other friends, family that will strive for you to grow higher. That will fill your soil full of nutrients of wisdom. Support in physical health, emotional health, mental health, spiritual health. Being surrounded by that rich soil is so important as you find that new identity, that new seed, and allow it to start to grow. Another amazing point that I love from this conversation with Crystal was the obedience For so many of us, we sit there in our hamster wheels, spinning and spinning and spinning because we are so tired, but yet we don't step out. We just refuse to get out of the hamster wheel. But once we do step out in obedience and follow the calling that was meant on our lives, which may sound huge, which may sound silly or overwhelming, but it's true. Each of us are here for a purpose, on purpose. And sometimes finding that purpose is so hard, but we'll never find it until we actually step out and take that first step in obedience to find it. Now it's going to be a climb. It'll still be a climb out of the valleys that we have found ourselves in. But once you get to the top, just like Crystal, it has been a very fast climb for her. But when she stepped out in obedience stopped relying on alcohol and stopped relying on God did she see her world transform into now a best-selling author. You never know these plans because they are so bigger than we can even imagine. So today, step out step out and where do you need to step out in that obedience and reach out in your support during your starting over journey.